0: Leviticus chapter 6 verse 1 and the Lord spoke unto Moses saying to command Aaron and his sons, saying this is the law of the burnt offering it is that which goeth up on its firewood upon the altar all night unto the morning and the fire of the altar shall be kept burning thereby the burnt offering is the offering that shows complete dedication to the Lord and it gets burned completely and the priest's don't eat it. I guess this is just going into more detail about the burnt offering. 3. And the priest shall put on his linen garment, and his linen breeches, that's the Bermuda shorts, shall he put upon his flesh, and he shall take up the ashes, whereunto the fire hath consumed the burnt offering on the altar, and he shall put them beside the altar. So at this point he's not wearing the ephod or the breastplate, he's just wearing the linen garments. After the offering is completely consumed, he will gather the ashes and put them beside the altar. For, and he shall put off his garments and put on other garments and carry forth the ashes without the camp unto a clean place. In order to remove the ashes from the holy place, then he goes and puts on his civilian clothing and takes his holy garments off, the holy linen garments. And then in his civilian clothing, he carries the ashes out to a clean place to dump them. They're not going to get dumped where trash gets dumped. They're going to get dumped in their own clean area. 5. And the fire upon the altar shall be kept burning thereby. It shall not go out, and the priest shall kindle wood on it every morning. And he shall lay the burnt offering in order upon it, and shall make smoke thereon the fat of the peace offerings. It looks like the fire is supposed to be perpetual and then he just keeps laying the new offerings on and then whenever the ashes accumulate, he removes the ashes and takes them outside the camp to a special place. Six, fire shall be kept burning upon the altar continually. It shall not go out. Seven, and this is the law of the meal offering. Now it's talking about the meal offering, which is an offering of thankfulness and praise and it's when you give God grains or fruit. That you've harvested this is the law of the meal offering the sons of aaron shall offer it before the lord in front of the altar eight and he shall take up therefrom his handful of the fine flour of the meal offering and of the oil thereof and all the frankincense which is upon the meal offering and shall make the memorial part thereof smoke upon the altar for a sweet savor unto the lord the priests get to eat a great portion of it, but then there's a token, a smaller portion that is burned on the altar for God, and that's burned with oil and frankincense. Like a handful of the grain gets burned for the Lord, and then the priests keep the rest. Because remember, this is their only job. They actually eat from the offerings, because everybody else has their own farms and ranches, and they eat from their own farm. But the priests Since all they do is receive the offerings and take care of of the tabernacle um, full-time, they just get fed from the offerings themselves. 9 And that which is left thereof shall Aaron and his sons eat. It shall be eaten without leaven in a holy place. In the court of the tent of meeting they shall eat it. When they take the grain, they have to bake it without anything that would rise like baking powder or yeast. They have to bake it as a flat bread. It has to be holy, representing there's no sin. 10. It shall not be baked with leaven. I have given it as their portion of my offerings made by fire. It is most holy as the sin offering and as the guilt offering. So if you were a Levite, you ate a lot more flatbread than the average Israelites. The other Israelites could eat leavened bread anytime they want to, as long as it wasn't a required feast like the Passover where they had to eat flatbread. But the Levites were eating flatbread all the time because that's what they were receiving in the sacrifices. And that's what the showbread was. 11. Every male among the children of Aaron may eat of it, as a dew for ever throughout your generations, from the offerings of the Lord made by fire. Whatsoever toucheth them shall be holy. 12. And the Lord spoke unto Moses, saying, 13. This is the offering of Aaron and of his sons, which they shall offer unto the Lord in the day when he is anointed, when Aaron the high priest is anointed, he and his sons who are also priests have to offer an offering to the Lord. So it's showing their gratefulness that they're chosen to serve him. The 10th part of an ephah, of fine flour for a meal offering perpetually, half of it in the morning and half thereof in the evening. That means forever. That means every day they have to give the 10th of an ephah of fine flour and that's a measurement in the morning and at night so an ephah is about three and a half to four pounds of flour 14 on a griddle it shall be made with oil when it is soaked thou shalt bring it in in broken pieces shalt thou offer the meal offering for a sweet savor unto the lord if you make what i would think of as a pancake because you're going to fry it in the pan you fry it with oil until it's soaked with oil so it's crispy then you break it up into pieces and offer it on the altar for the Lord. And that would smell good burning because the oil in it, I think. 15 And the anointed priest that shall be in his stead from amongst his sons shall offer it. It is a dew forever. It shall be holy, made to smoke unto the Lord. They burn it until it smokes. And remember, the Lord doesn't need anything from us. This is our way of showing him that we're thankful and that we trust him to provide for our needs. By giving him back some of what he's already given us, it shows a great deal of trust and faith that we know he's going to provide and we don't have to be stingy and hoard and not share. And that should also encourage us to share with others, even if we only have a little bit. 16. And every meal offering of the priest shall be holy, made to smoke. It shall not be eaten. Whenever the priest gives an offering, and gets completely consumed. 17, and the Lord spoke unto Moses, saying. 18, speak unto Aaron and to his sons, saying, this is the law of the sin offering. In the place where the burnt offering is killed, shall the sin offering be killed before the Lord. It is most holy. Now we're talking about the sin offering, which is given if you commit a sin. The burnt offering shows you're totally dedicated to the Lord, so he gets all of it. The sin offering shows that you're sorry for your sin. And God has said that both animal sacrifices have to be killed in the same place. And they are killed by having their jugular vein slit and the blood draining out. 19. The priest that offereth it for sin shall eat it. In a holy place shall it be eaten in the court of the tent of meeting. The priests get to eat of the sin offering as well. Because remember, not all of that is burned for the Lord, only part of it. 20. Whatsoever shall touch the flesh thereof shall be holy. And when there is sprinkled of the blood thereof upon any garment, thou shalt wash that whereon it was sprinkled in a holy place. Any of the meat that they're allowed to eat is holy the moment that they touch it and anybody who touches it is holy, and that would be the priest. So when they consume it, they're holy, because they're actually communing with the Lord. They have to consume it in the courtyard where the Lord is, and he's watching them eat it. It's almost like having supper with God, and so it's really holy. And then he's also saying, when the blood gets sprinkled on their garments, which it will from time to time, then they wash their garment in a vessel, But they have to wash it in a holy place. They don't take it outside the tabernacle area. They don't take it into town. They don't take it home. They have to wash it in the presence of God, just like they ate the food in the presence of God. 21, but the earthen vessel, wherein it is sodden, shall be broken. And if it is sodden in a brazen vessel, it shall be scoured and rinsed in water. If it's washed... In like a clay pot, you have to break the pot. The pot is no longer any good to be used. But if it's washed in bronze, for instance, or copper, then you just have to clean the pot. You don't have to destroy it. So there was a lot of broken clay pots because of the sacrifices. 22. Every male among the priests may eat thereof. It is most holy. 23. And no sin offering, whereof any of the blood is brought into the tent of meeting to make atonement in the holy place shall be eaten. It shall be burnt with fire. God gets all the blood and he gets all the fat that's on the inside of the animal. The people don't eat that because the blood is the life and it represents the life of Jesus Christ and it's very precious and the fat is the most precious part of the animal. It has the most calories. So again, you're giving God the best, and then he still provides for your needs by giving you the meat, but you give him the fat. That concludes Leviticus chapter 6.